0: For our meditation this morning, and very short meditation, I would like to open with you the prophetical book of Daniel. And I think that you know chapter two, right? What is in chapter two? This uh, image, Nebuchadnezzar's dream. And I would like to reflect a little bit on it, uh, on um, what I learned uh, not so long ago. I learned that this chapter, Uh, has not only linear progressive structure, but also chiastic structure. Two structures in one chapter. Everybody knows this um, linear progressive structure which starts um, with the dream, there is a plot, uh, there is a discussion, and then um, dream interpretation, and finally with that comes the stone and the establishment of the kingdom of heaven. But I would like now to uh, pay attention to that other structure, which is a chaotic structure. Uh, everybody knows what is chaos, right? It's like going to the mountain and to have the top view there and what you encounter going up, you will encounter going down and it's uh, in nice parallel thoughts. So uh, what we have in, in chapter 2? First we have Nebuchadnezzar dreams and his reaction to it. What is at the end? Nebuchadnezzar is reacting to the dream and interpretation, right? So what is next? Next is um, Nebuchadnezzar in conversation with the wise men of Babylon. What is here? Nebuchadnezzar is in conversation with Daniel. Here is about the dream and interpretation. He is also about the dream and interpretation. At the end of the three cycles uh, with the wise man, this wise man says uh, speaks uh, to King and says, What? We are not able to interpret. We are not able to say this mystery to you. But there are gods in heaven, but they are not living with us. What Daniel is saying. I am not able to interpret it to you. This is not because of my wisdom, my ability. But there is a God. But He's a God in heaven and He is a living God. And He is able to interpret, to tell it the future. What is next? The third is death degree, right? And Ariog is there and Daniel's intervention. On the counterpart, you have the annulment. Uh, canceling of the death decree, Ariok, and also Daniel uh, as uh, intervening in um, the court with the king. And then you have coming to the top. What is at the top? Well, there are prayers right there. And if you take the prayers, you have the first part of the prayers, which are the prayers of petitions. When Daniel and his three friends are praying, and on the other side, you have Daniel's prayer of thanksgiving. And then you come to the top. And what is at the top? Verse 19. And it is like the summary and main theme of, of the book also. In verse 19, we read, During the night, the mystery. This mystery which was given uh, to Nebuchadnezzar, and this is one of the key words uh, in the chapter. The mystery was revealed to Daniel by God. You see, God's revelation, God's revealed, and this is another key word there. So, yes, it's about God's revelation, and if you go to the prayer of thanksgiving, what do you have there? In the prayer of thanksgiving, it's also written, by the way, uh, in chiastic structure, and the main point is that God reveals deep and hidden things. Powerful. Again, God's revelation. And you know that the whole book actually ends that Nebuchadnezzar has the one of the most beautiful confessions, even though it's only confession about the God of Daniel. It's not his personal confession and what he's saying. That this God of Daniel is God of gods, the Lord of kings, and the revealer of mysteries. You see how the key words are repeating all the time? So it's very beautiful. So at the end, if you would have only in the Bible, in the book of Daniel, chapter two, what you would conclude? Well, that you need to pray. And when you pray, God's revelation comes to you and you will have something to write about. (laughs) Well, uh, uh, I have to pause here and ask you the question, what is the most important task in interpreting the Bible? What is the most important task? Prayer, Prayer. and you have it here, right in the center. But what is the most important tool in uh, doing exegesis and interpreting the Bible? Concordance, softwares, Holy Hebrew, Holy Spirit. Of course, this is good, this is why what what you pray, right? This is the Holy Spirit who leading you. But what is the most important tool now? Well, you are studying the Word, that's correct. Um, but it's something which is very, maybe surprising. But what is the most important tool? is time there are no shortcuts in interpreting the scriptures you need to spend time memorize and to meditate on the word of god in order that you will be able to interpret it prayer is important but also time and with time goes what research and this is what i would like now to put it uh, together with chapter nine in uh, chapter eight, at the end of chapter eight, what Daniel is saying. What I saw, and this was a revelation from God, right? It was beyond my understanding. Like he's saying, I don't get it, I don't know. It's very important. So he has a revelation, he prayed, he had a revelation. And this can be this shortcut when we think Yes, we pray, (laughs) and um, we pray and pray, and God will reveal. No, there is much more to that when he did not understand what he was doing. Well, between chapter eight and nine, there is a time gap. How many years? How many years? We usually think that uh, Daniel received, uh, you know, visions right after another. That um, one day it was here, maybe in two weeks it was another, and in three weeks another, and it was done together. No. Between chapter 8 and 9, you have 10 years. What he was doing? What Daniel was doing? Well, you have there the statement that he, in the beginning of chapter 9, that he was searching. He was searching studying the scriptures. In that time case, it was Jeremiah, his contemporary. So this is another thing. We need to study the scriptures, but we need also to listen to each other. We are in the community of faith. And together, you know, study, search, and uh, in that way, God will lead us into understanding of his truth. So, in other words, this leads us to humility, right? Even Daniel, the big prophet, had to study for how long? Ten years. Three times, almost three times of the time of the seminary. Okay? Not only one seminary, but three times in the seminary. <laughs> and then it was revealed to him even more. He understood, he says, yes, I understood He's praying and God is giving him even more insights. So I think that uh, this is very important. Prayer, you know, uh, studying the scriptures, spending time with the Lord and be humble. And this is what uh, Micah eight is saying. There are three things God is requiring of you. To act justly, to love mercy, and to walk how? Humbly. Humbly with your Lord. And then in Isaiah 66, verse 2, it's stating very clearly, whom does God esteems highly? Whom he esteems? Who has the right attitude, right? The spirit, contrite and humble spirit and trembles before the word. So let's have this right attitude. Let's... um, spend time with scriptures, praying to God, but also studying, researching diligently, that he can lead and give us even more in understanding of his truth. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we really want this attitude, attitude of Daniel, to study your scriptures, to pray for God's revelation, that because you are this revealer of all mysteries, But we know that it's not coming automatically, that we need to spend time with You, to walk humbly with You, to tremble before Your Word, that You can open these scriptures to us in diligent study and in diligent research. And I praise You that um, uh, many in this building are doing it. And lead us also now in reflections what in the last past was also revealed to us. So thank you for being with us, blessing us, and give us this uh, humble spirit and openness to you that you can lead us by your spirit into all truth. We thank you for that in the name of Jesus. Amen.